sir. The team is ready for lunch. It's about time. We took this thing apart and put it back together again a million times. Tried every type of power supply under the sun. When all we needed was a little energy directly from the source. Ready, sir. Another episode of Amalgam, a Marvel and DC podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Vivian, ready to talk about WandaVision episode 8 here with Jasmine Page. I'm so excited. I, I've been waiting forever for this specific episode because I feel like the last three episodes I've been like, I'm so freaking bored. Like, give me something to be excited about. This episode did it. And I'm so ready to dive into it. Okay, so we know it was a good episode if Jasmine is finally saying good <laughs> things about the episode. I was surprised. <laughs> There was just, and, and the choking, and the kids, and the time travel, and just like, <laughs> there's so much. Yes. Well, okay, so we have episode eight, and it's titled Previously On. I'm going to go through a quick run-through of some of the things we saw, and then we can just jump right into breaking it down piece oh, by I'm piece. I'm so ready. I'm so ready. Yes. So previously on, which is both fitting for the theme that the series has followed regarding different TV show eras, but more importantly, the perfect title for an episode all about diving into Wanda's memories of her previous traumas. So this episode took us on what seemed like a very intense therapy session between Agatha and Wanda. I feel like that's as... what it was, wasn't it? Like the whole thing? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, I give, you know... Throughout the episode, I was just like, is Agatha really bad here? She's kind of helping yes, Wanda yes, open these yes. doors. <laughs> Yes, yes, she is bad. You can, you can be good and be bad, but she is bad. This is true. This is true. Um, but yeah, Agatha forces Wanda to literally walk through the most traumatizing events in her life, starting from the loss of her parents as a child all the way to the loss of vision. And not just what we saw in Endgame. It was um, what we saw past that when he was in Hayward's hands being operated on literally by in bits and pieces. Yeah, and I said this about a previous episode, but I take it back. I think this was one of the most heartbreaking episodes in the season. Like, I did have a group of people on social media, like, and separate, like, separate friend groups that that constantly commented, "I cried during this." And me, maybe I'm just too philosophical about these episodes and breaking them apart. I was more looking at it from an intellectual level than an emotional level, but I could see that. I could see how someone, especially someone who's had a lot of traumatic experiences in their life could really resonate with this episode. Yeah. No, yeah. If we break it down and and, and dissect it in regards to mental health, it was just really sad to see that Wanda literally closed doors to all of these memories. We can even see as she's walking through them or when Agatha's forcing her to like remember something, she's it sounds more like she's asking herself, like, wait, I wanted Vision's body back. Like I, right. like this happened. It was it was really just hard to see her kind of going through that. And I did l look at it in more of an emotional perspective, just because I was looking at it more as, oh my gosh, she has this trauma and she's going through this grief, and all of this TV show is happening just because of that, because of her heartbreak and everything she's gone through. It, it does kind of put the other seven episodes into perspective of we're, you know, we as audience members are just having a good time, enjoying it, finding Easter eggs, but 
if we're going to get meta about it, you know, Wanda is going through a very, very traumatic grief cycle that didn't happen, you know, uh, three times, but now this is the fourth time that she has lost someone and I'm counting vision twice. Mm -hmm. But it is, yeah. it, it, she's going through an emotional breakdown. And meanwhile, we as the audience members are just laughing at her pain. You know, mm-hmm. I think even later on in the episode when she's talking, and, and I don't mean to, to break everything apart, but even later on the episode, her and Vision are sitting down on the bed and, you know, it's Malcolm in the middle, the dad gets injured and Vision makes a comment like, oh, is he hurt? And Wanda goes, it's not that kind of a show. And for all of the other episodes of WandaVision, it hasn't been that kind of a show, but unbeknownst to us, it was. You know, the yeah. whole time this show was about hurt and dealing with pain or not dealing with pain, you know, depending on how you look at it. Yeah, and this was the first episode where we don't get a title sequence or a title card, I guess I you can say. I didn't even notice that. Oh my yeah, God. And yeah, and it's the first one where we see that it is that kind of show where the, the characters are feeling pain because we literally see Wanda go through all of that grief and pain. And we keep Within seeing minutes. dealing, but she's not dealing with it. She's suppressing it. This this episode, you know, uh, previously on was the very first episode where, and then Wanda doesn't even want to deal with it. She's being forced. She's being forced to deal with it because Agnes wants to know how she's doing it. You know, Agnes wants yeah. something from her as all villains do with their purple flames. It's, it's, by the way, if you didn't know, that is a symbol of villains in comic books and, and in Marvel. If they got purple, they're bad. Agnes. Wait, um, what? Not in not in um Black what Panther. Color was Thanos? Black Panther, he glows purple. Okay. That's like the <laughs> thing. Fine, whatever. But sure. There there are exceptions <laughs> to the rules, I guess. Yes, yes. <laughs> but yes. Anyway, you were going on in a synopsis. I want to hear the end of it. No, yeah. Um that was basically that bring I, I that brings me to the end of it. It was just that um it, it takes us all the way through up what we remember seeing at the end of Endgame and then a little bit further where we see Vision in literal pieces, which I just can't imagine what that must have felt like. Like you said, you count Vision dying twice now because, well, no, let's count him dying three times. The first time when Wanda had to kill him, the second time by right. Thanos' hand. Oh and God. then I would say the third time is seeing him ripped apart by Hayward. So five deaths out of her hand from her loved ones that she just has to cope with. You know, she's being asked over and over and over again just to be okay with this. And, you know, as an Avenger, you're going to lose people. But Wanda Maximoff, from the get-go, has had to deal with so much trauma and has just been asked to shelf it. Even even Tony, you know, Tony did the exact same. It's all she's ever known. You know, she had that huge um, explosion happen by her hands. And all Tony did was lock her away as if she was now a trauma. You know, it's such a cycle of abuse that it would make sense that she would want to find some oasis that was all her own. Yeah. I, I get it. It's it's very textbook trauma. And I've I've talked about or I've um so I've actually written a whole college paper on this topic about really? superheroes specifically and their origin stories dealing with trauma. How almost every single character we see in comic books or comic book movies all have some type of trauma in their past. Oh um, my God, yeah. My my favorite, going on a slight DC tangent. I'm allowed, it's amalgam. 
Uh, my favorite character ever. And if I ever won an Oscar for any show, it would be for Catwoman, a, an actual version of Catwoman. Because that girl has so much trauma. She, you know, grows up in a, in a family of abuse and her father abused both her, her sister and mother so much that she came home from gymnastics, trigger warning, by the way. Uh, she comes home from gymnastics one day to find her mother in the bathroom, bloody dead, you know. Mm -hmm. She runs away. It's just to have a very good character and the comic books do it so well just creating these these real people you know people don't just wake up one day and decide to be superhero batman didn't wake up one day and decide to put on a cape there are levels that that they deal with and i think it truly is the experiences that change a person from being bruce wayne to mm -hmm. batman you know it's it is canon now that batman is the true identity and bruce wayne is the mask and there are reasons for that. And I do feel like Wanda is slowly becoming that way. She's stepping away from Wanda Maximoff and slowly, but surely, her true identity is going to be the Scarlet Witch. And yeah. I think we're slowly seeing that. Slowly and it's, I mean, it's already, it's becoming canon since we heard her name for the first time in this episode and, and kind of saw, saw her vision. silhouette. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, All right. Yes. So should we break this down from the beginning and kind of talk everything yes, that happened? Let's go through it. So it, the episode starts with the Salem Witch Trials, which Whoa. can I just say, I feel like last episode, I did a whole little synopsis on Agatha and mm -hmm. took it back to the Salem Witch Trials. I brought that up to everyone. I was watching that. I was watching that movie with friends. I was like, ah, Vivian, Vivian mentioned it. Look at, look at the witches. <laughs> look at it. It's, yeah. Um, I, I will also say, though, I loved seeing the origin because... I gotta, I gotta bring it back to my other friends. Haunted Hostess was giving me all these kind of different lores of it's not witches, it's it's this that it's no, they're witches, guys. The brooch, we finally saw the origin of her brooch because I know all of you fandoms out there were trying to figure out every little. The brooch was a big subject, so I'm glad that we finally got to see the origin. I don't think Agnes's mother was a real character. I think she was a made up character. I, I don't think she's actually in the comics, but I like that. You know, I like that her crown because you see. Agnes, I guess she's she's taken too much power. And so her coven, not uh, villagers, her coven is coming together to say, you have taken too much power. You are now a problem. You need to not stop what you're doing, but you yourself need to be destroyed. And it's her mother that kind of tries to do that final blow and ends up being sucked into her power. Her essence gets sucked into Agnes. Yeah, but I kind of saw that as just Agnes or Agatha taking, yeah. like absorbing her basically, right. or just taking her life or energy. Her life force. Yeah, that sounds my yeah. mystical. Yeah, her life force. Um, but there's an image right before she, her mother gets sucked into her that you kind of see this crown in the shape mm -hmm. of, I, I thought it looked like the Scarlet Witch a little bit. So I don't know if her mother was, cause I know the Scarlet Witch is passed down, but I feel like Agnes, Agatha would have brought that up. Like, oh, my mommy, you know, but she didn't so yeah, i did see i saw a breakdown uh i can't remember what breakdown i watched because i watched a billion on youtube <laughs> um but someone did point out that not may, might have not been the scarlet witch being passed down but just the nexus be, remember we talked about the oh, nexus being last episode yes. so it could have been that agatha's mother who i also wasn't sure if was just added into um into the show but i do think someone referred to her with a name and i can't remember hearing a name in the show so it could be that she's a character that exists um keep talking keep talking yeah I can, yeah, yeah. I can pull up the name 
No, so Nexus being, it could be that her mother was that time's Nexus being, which is why she had that crown radiating around her head. For anyone who didn't notice, she has this blue energy, whereas, you know, we saw Agatha has purple, Scarlet Witch has red. She has blue, and that's what radiates around her head. Evanora Harkness. It says Agatha's okay. mother's name is Evanora Harkness. She doesn't appear to have a, a counterpart in the comic books, though. So she does not. Mm, okay, okay. So Evanora was her given name in WandaVision. Mm-hmm. All right, yes. you, you heard it here first. You heard guys. it, you heard it, unless you heard it somewhere <laughs> else, in which case you still heard it here first. You just yes. read it somewhere else. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so we kind of fast forward, right, a little bit. And and now or we go straight back to, to Wanda and Agnes in the basement. And you Yes, know, it's the basement scene. Scene. And and you know, we're we're kind of seeing Agnes, and it's gonna be hard for me to switch back and forth between Agnes and, and Agatha, but there are there are two different-ish people who are the same. But anyway, you kind of see her struggling and getting really frustrated with Wanda because Wanda has all this power, and I I get it, you know, she's got all this power, she's making all this happen. So Agatha or Agnes is thinking, oh, I'll just ask her. Yeah, I'll just ask her. And then she'll just tell me because obviously she knows what she's doing. It's it's impossible for you to be doing all of this and not know. And Wanda is, is what? I don't, what do you mean? I don't, I, you did this, right? This is, it's. Yeah. The, Wanda's oh, like, I was just born like this. I don't. This, I was born this way. Yeah. Hey, but it, it's kind of frustrating and I, I get it. She's asking her, nothing's really happening. She's pointing out the runes all around. Like, how do you not know this? So naturally her next step is to kidnap her through her mind. Yes. Um, also, I was so upset, by the way, because you, you guys know, everyone who's been listening to, oops, everyone has been listening to the podcast. I bring up Mephisto at least five times. When she crushed the fly. Yes. Oh when she God. crushed the fly. I was like, are you kidding me? I really thought I, that I was going to be him. You. I can see you. The second she started like whizzing her hand around the fly, I bet you were like, oh, oh, this is it. This is the moment when he transforms <laughs> back. And nope, nope. She's just like showing off her little, and then, you know. And then she just feeds him to Scratchy. And I was like, that's it. That's what we're going to do with the freaking fly. Yeah, um, but then speaking ready. of Scratchy, I was like, so she fed him to Scratchy. Scratchy must be Mephisto then. Can we? We're done with Mephisto, right? Like Mephisto is not a thing. Um, I, I at least I think, I at least think that the bunny... No, I think that, well, if we're, I'm still talking about the bunny. I still think that the bunny is someone because she, she yeah, takes too much care of bunny, that bunny. Just be a bunny. Also, I kind of oh. feel like the bunny is someone too because since when are bunnies eating like flies? I don't. Right. And she said that, uh, what did she tell Wanda? Um, she finally is getting to meet the real us or something like that. Um, she said us. I don't know. I I think the bunny, maybe he's Ralph. She talks about Ralph a lot. Maybe, but you were like, Ralph is Mephisto. I just, let us put Mephisto to the side for this episode because we know for damn Skippy he wasn't in it. Anyway, Ultron anyway. still may be. Moving rightly along. So now we're, we're going through Wanda's, you know, mind. Her psyche. Her snaky, her Ed and Ego. I don't know if that's right. Don't quote me if you're a psychologist. Uh, the first stop, the first stop is to visit mommy and daddy. And we see the people in the commercials, which was amazing, you know, cause I kind of figured that those were her parents and that we were going through her psyche through all of the commercials, but it's nice to kind of see everything come together. Mm-hmm. And we get, we get the first glimpse of why television, why TV? And it's cause her pop-up and there's a little, uh, not Easter egg. What, what do you call it when a show messes up a timeline continuity? Is there a word for that? Oh, yes. Uh, I think it's... 
Conti- oh, continuity error. It is a continuity error. Okay, yeah. so I was I was like, you fucked up, but I didn't. I thought that there was a better word for saying that. So they show that the dad is like selling DVDs in order to, I guess, pay for their livelihood because they're in this fake country. Um, and one of the one of the DVDs he's trying to sell, obviously, like Bewitched and and Frankenstein, the whatever, all all of the big symbols for each episode we've seen. But they also had Malcolm in the middle, which is incorrect or it's it's wrong because the bomb goes off in uh the you know to kill her parents in 1999 but malcolm in the middle doesn't start until 2000 and that was a full-ass box set so i'm just gonna we're just gonna let it slide it's one of those you know oopsie poopsies but i'm just saying someone someone made a little mistake there someone made an oopsie someone made an oopsie poopsie and i thought it was hilarious um, I didn't even I didn't, I didn't even notice Malcolm in the Middle. I went straight. I saw the Adams Family, and I was I like, "Did we even first. go through Adams Family?" Yeah, Witch. but I, yeah, I don't. I don't. Maybe Adams Family is coming up. Who knows? I don't think anything's coming <laughs> up anymore. But yeah, let's let's be hopeful. Let's be hopeful for one more. But we we saw mommy and daddy, and we saw them um, watching a lot of shows. But the biggest one was Dick Van Dyke, most mm-hmm. specifically the Walnut episode. And in that episode, just to give you a really quick brief synopsis you know the the um, dick van dyke has a a moment like a dream and he thinks aliens are coming and and the aliens uh are, are kind of brainwashing them and they're taking away their thumbs and their their thoughts so they can't think and they don't have thumbs to do anything um we don't know whether nice. is yeah we don't know whether is it Mary tyler moore i think is is the counterpart yes, in the mary show. tyler moore mary tyler moore yeah so we don't know throughout the whole episode whether mary tyler moore is in on the joke or if the aliens are actually showing up because throughout the episode they only are making the aliens are only making them eat walnuts and little by little there's just walnuts showing up everywhere to where now there's just only walnuts all around him and so it's interesting that that's the episode that they chose is the suspended belief of are there aliens or is it just my wife playing tricks on me so it's it's really fun but anyway, the kind of kind of reminiscent of you know Vision is this Al real or is my wife just playing tricks on exactly. me? Exactly. Or or um, Wanda, do I have power over over this town or you know is someone mm-hmm. else doing this? There's so much symbolism all over it. Metaphor. But we simile. <laughs> metaphor. Yeah, metaphorical. Um, but no, we do. We have the bomb, the Stark bomb that we. This is a scene that we have seen before. A scene that we have seen before. <laughs> in age of ultron um it's a little different it's a little tweaked uh but it also brings us back to the toaster in episode one because we see the kids or specifically wanda who's staring at this dark bomb that just destroyed her home just killed her parents and it's making that ticking noise um and we see the red dot and that brings us back to episode one toaster commercial Mm -hmm. where it was that ticking noise with the red little red flashing light um and instead of Wanda, we finally see that Wanda was actually born with these powers, born with yes. these abilities, um, which I think mutants. was just, yes, I think it was just a way to tie in that mutants can exist, that you can be born with powers. Um, but I mean, and isn't, she, isn't that kind of the, the, a lot of the Avengers anyway? I mean, uh, I, I know some of the Avengers have gotten, aren't, aren't there Avengers that just have well, Power? so far in the MCU specifically, I don't think anyone has been born with anything. I'm like if we run, God. if we run through them really quick, sure. Hulk was gamma radiation. Iron Man was well, he, Tony's still normal. He just has the suit. Sure. Um, well, we have Ant Man also. Ant Man, yeah. 
Hackwood was just it. trained. Sure. Gamora. Gamora's got stuff, you know. She's... Gamora's an alien. Okay. She's not even human. That's not fair. Whatever. Okay, fine. Fine, 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 fine. There are, there's gotta be someone, right? Black Panther, Shiri. Nobody. Really? There's nobody that has power. No, I'm gonna have she, to. She's the first in the MCU. <laughs> fine. To fine. be considered mutant. That's considered um, mutant. Which she's not even considered mutant yet because. Um, right, because we don't know. Just, we don't have yeah, no. for it. She just is. We just see her that way. And we only know that term because we are aware of, you know, X-Men. and Which, again, would make sense as to, in the Hydra operations, why I'm jumping ahead from the bombing now into the next scene of her, Mm -hmm. you know, her parents die, she becomes a rebel, she joins an anti-terrorist organization. Um, It would make sense why her and her brother were the only ones that survived, because they have mutant blood. Because I think every experiment, they made a comment, like everyone except for Wanda died in the experiment of touching the tesseract i.e the soul stone so i do think that that's interesting too which speaking of the fact that pietro and wanda have these mutant mutant abilities (laughs) it also to me it just tells me okay maybe they didn't those parents that we saw they weren't their true parents as we know in the comic books Mm -hmm. uh magneto is their father who knows who the mother is um how the cow the cow there you go um and it no it just makes me wonder because we still have one big character that's coming in the last episode who's supposed to be this actor that we still don't know yes and it makes me wonder if maybe i'm not sure if it's going to be someone completely new but if it weren't i kind of hope they bring in magneto since we are diving into her past and we finally know that she was born with these powers. You think if that Agatha, we're still gonna dive into the past in the next. Episode? I don't know. I'm wondering if Agatha will do something where it's like, well, do you even know where these? Po- you don't know where these powers came from. You think you were born them with them? Well, actually, here you go. This is your dad, Magneto. Well, I mean, thank you if she does do the thanks. But also, how dare you? How? What do you mean you? You didn't even explain how you got powers, and you're gonna sit here and say it's not pot. From all I know, it seems like your mother has powers. How do I not know? That you also didn't. Like, that That seems unfair if she calls her out for that. How dare you? How dare you, yeah. future Ag? I mean, maybe she, I don't know. She hasn't done it yet, but how dare how you? How dare you, but also thank you. Like, I would love to see Magneto. Uh, I would too. I would but, love to see him interact with his daughter, enough. you know? Magneto's not enough for me. I would be like, oh, cool. But I, I don't think that's enough for me, but I'm, I'm stingy. I need you to give me a little more than that. I want the want whole brand new. I want the whole MCU. I want both timelines. If both timelines of Magneto showed up, like a fast better, please. Um, then I would be <laughs> happier. <laughs> yes. So uh, what happens after the, they're in the little rebellious stage? Oh, well, yeah. So Wanda, oh, Wanda touches the Mind Stone. That whole scene where she's working, she is working with Hydra. Right. They make, they're getting people. It's not just Wanda. It sounds like they've been doing this trial error thing where they have different people try to touch the scepter. And we hear one of the Hydra agents say that no one has survived this. Mm-hmm. Um, and when Wanda touches it, we see the Mind Stone kind of break out. Of the scepter, and for the first time we see her in her true form, we see kind of this silhouette of the Scarlet Witch approaching her. But when the agents go back to watch the tape, um, it's gone. We just see Wanda. We just see Wanda like falling to the floor. Right. I, I, I think it's telling. Why? Well, I, I don't know why. Why did that happen? Because I don't think the Mind Stone itself has the power to do that. You know, I, I feel like something or someone else had to have done that it for me for me that moment doesn't make sense i I can i think go ahead 
No, I, I can understand in, in the visuals that only happening in Wanda's mind. So I can understand that that little moment of like the lights and the sounds and whatever happening in Wanda's mind, or I don't know, maybe they ran out. I don't, I don't think there was a moment of them running out. I think they only ran out when Wanda fell. So I don't know why the video was, was cut. You know, that, that for me, there's no reason for that. Well, it reminded, that just reminded me of Wanda cutting the videos in, or the episodes in WandaVision. Yeah. How she'll edit out certain things because the way the video was edited as they played it back was exactly how a lot of her episodes are edited when Darcy are watching them. Erase Um, everything I just said. Yeah, that makes more sense. I'm going to go with that theory. No, but then even then it's like, why did Wanda, unless Wanda knew that they were trying to find people powerful enough to handle this. And when Mm. she realized she was, she didn't want them to then use her further. So she cut it out. I mean, at the same time, time doesn't matter to her. If she truly is a Scarlet Witch, her future self could have came back and edited it. It doesn't, nothing matters to her anymore. She, time, space, continuums, extenuums, it doesn't matter. Nothing matters to her anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that. If maybe that silhouette we saw was actually, I don't know, it could her at a different point in time. Um, Matters. I do think that 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 moment did amplify her powers. uh, Mm -hmm. And I just I considered it because the Mind Stone was amplifying her powers, and it is the Mind Stone that that was her way of seeing her powers. Okay, coming to like. uh, I mean, I believe it. I mean, I mean, I just, I just want to see her. I want to see her in her outfit. I want to see her like doing stuff and i i i am so excited now for phase four of marvel because i i gotta say i'm of the i'm of the variety of marvel kind of being dead and slow for me especially because we lost captain america we lost iron man so now if the entire mcu is going to be run on elizabeth olsen's shoulders i'm down for it um thank you give me those fingers like i'm <laughs> down for it i'm here I for it she is too all right what's next what do we got Oh, we've got Avengers Tower. Can I just say that the, this Avengers Tower scene gave me my next tattoo? How? Explain. Explain. No, because of that, that, there was a line, there was a moment that Vision and, and Wanda shared, and Vision tells her, you know, she's going through, this is the first time Wanda's alone. She tells us that it's her first time in a new country. She doesn't have her brother. She lost her parents. She's completely new, doesn't really know many. She has this hatred for Tony Stark, but she's living in his tower. Um, yeah. And she's still, we, we see her still watching these sitcoms, but she invites Vision in and they have this heart to heart on the bed. It's the first time we really see them share this deeper connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and she tells, um, yeah, he tells her, you know, what is grief if not love oh, persevering? Yeah. And I don't know, those lines themselves, I just felt like I needed to hear. It was something that I'm, why am I getting like emo, like <laughs> no, teary eyed right now? It, it truly is a good line you know you people mm-hmm. talk about how hard grief is and and even vision himself made it very clear to her you know i was born into nothing i i don't have any symbol or semblance of knowing what it means to lose someone because i came into this world with nothing and i i truly am nothing at this point you know at that point in time vision didn't really have emotions or connections or any holds to this world if he left it wouldn't matter and he didn't understand that whereas wanda again, we brought this up, everything that she has ever loved over and over again, despite her her trying, has been taken from her. It's not just a loss, but it has truly been taken from her. Mm-hmm. And so it, it makes sense, you know, that, that in Wanda's mind, all of these trials are the worst things in the world and that grief is so heavy and hard to hold. 
And so it is, it is an, a refreshing take from someone who knows nothing about it to say, you know, I can't relate because I can't feel grief. Whereas you mm. are just showing a new way to love and how to appreciate these people. And it's, it's a nice message. Yeah. And it's, it just, I thought it was amazing to see, like you said, someone like Vision who hasn't felt those things. He even says like, you know, to be honest, I don't know these feelings, but the way he's observing it is just as, you know, is love persevering. And I, and I think even, even the love persevering, I think it makes that moment later on when Wanda opens up this little the map to their future, your little lamp. Oh no, your lamp. Jet it all the way out, but just just to show that. Uh, let me see how many people get that tattoo on them. But but just to open up that note and to see, you know, that that was him creating a moment to persevere for. You know that yeah. that is his grief. Because uh, I can I can easily see if Wanda was the one to be lost, that would have been Vision opening up that math and that map and seeing grief for the first time. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just, it's hard when we come to this moment in, in this bedroom to think, okay, yeah, right now, at that moment, Wanda was thinking, like, what else do I have to live for? Why else should I keep going? She's lost everything, and Vision comes in and tells her that. So then just to think of, the like, her now, where she doesn't even have Vision, to remind her that, you know, you know, we always hear people <laughs> tell us, keep going, but right. with grief is a way of ourselves telling us like you obviously still care and love i'm telling myself to keep going not knowingly but through my grief this is my way of of continuing on and it's just i don't know it was so depressing for me it it, but it doesn't it's okay though like it's okay to be depressed because it's an emotion that that you are moving through and what i loved about that bedroom scene is that in, in the span of that five minutes, you saw Vision's growth. He started off that episode by, by invading her personal space, you know, coming through the wall as someone who doesn't understand human customs would. He's coming through the wall and is asking her what she's watching. It's Malcolm in the middle. And he's like, oh, is it funny because it fell on top of him? And she's having to explain to him what humor and situational comedy is. And by the end of the little sitcom and going through the grief conversation, by the end of it, Vision laughs of his own accord at something that happens on the screen. And, you know, he apologizes. He's like, I- I'm sorry, I don't know. And she wanna has to, no, it's okay that that happened. It was funny. And, you know, mm-hmm. you see her looking at her and, and to some people it could be, oh, you know, that's her kind of falling for him, but it's also her acknowledging that there is someone there and that he mm-hmm. doesn't even realize the human aspects of him, which makes it so much worse later on when we see white vision, but we'll get to that later. But just like the humanity within him is there, even if he doesn't see it. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right. I didn't notice that how much growth we see within that time. It's Mm -hmm. and it's very clear that he has whatever time they did get to spend together. He learned a lot from her the same way she was able to learn from him. They were teaching each other a lot of new things and I don't know. I love their dynamic. I know. And I didn't, I never thought about their romance so much until, you know, until this TV show. I am, I am glad they never reiterated the Pietro death though. I think that that would have been overkill, but you know, at this point, Wanda does come in and kind of, or not Wanda, um, Agnes comes in at this point and and says, you know, I, I kind of get it but I need a little bit more. You know, she's like, I think I know what's happening here. You've lost your parents. You've lost Pietro. You've lost vision. 
But let me just see one more thing. You know, and this is where this is yeah. where she's pulling it out, where she's like, "Come on, you wanted his body back. Now what was it?" And we see Wanda questioning that it was that moment where it's like, "Wait, yeah, yeah, I did want." And his we body learned back. we learned so much in this moment. Oh, this I is see. so good. Okay, so so she's storming the Capitol. Ish. She's 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 briskly walking to the counter <laughs> and and asking to get the body back, which I thought was cool. Um, but you know, she they let her in. She goes to see Hayward. I feel like you had some things. You were writing some notes about Hayward earlier. Um. Well. Oh, yeah. I, I was <laughs> looks at notes. Um. I was writing down how to spell Hayward. <laughs> Never mind. All right, moving straight on. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no. I knows w- how to spell Hayward. If you could just put that in the comment section later on. Thank Either, you. Anywhere. anywhere. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, she storms the Capitol. She goes into Hayward's office. And is like, give me my boyfriend's body back, please, if you would not mind. And Hayward is like, no, that's $3,000 worth of vibranium. You're funny. Well, he doesn't you're getting it back. say it, though. <laughs> like, uh, come this way. Come on, meet you, man. And, you know. Like, let me show you something. Let me, let me show you something real quick. Yeah, like real sly about it. She's like, what? Like, what do you, what? Um, they walk over to this gigantic, first of all, why? is this observation deck to the left of his arm. Like, what is he doing? That's so creepy. Just, I get that he sees vision as as technology and wires, but we don't as an audience. So that's creepy ass voyeurism. That's some some sick shit, right? I don't know any other way to, it's sick, it's sick. That is a person, like you have to really be deranged and messed up in the head to not see vision as somewhat of a human, right? Right. I mean, it's easy for us to say that because we we get to we get to see vision as anything other than just uh, uh, an android. We get to see him uh, have these deep conversations with Wanda and the Avengers. But I don't think Hayward ever has. And that is why it's so easy for him to Nebula. If he got the chance, do you think he'd do this? Because Nebula is just at this point because we kind of saw um, Thanos do the same thing with Nebula when he kind of, I mean, he didn't turn her offline. So I feel like it's a little bit worse, but do you think if Hayward had the chance, he would do the same thing to her? Oh yeah. I think any, Oh God. Okay. He's going to, he, I think he's going to see as anything robotic as technology. He could, would 100% see Nebula. And the second he found out that he could tear her to pieces, he probably would and use her as a hard drive. H hard drive. (laughs) Just put his candy crush games on there. Okay. Uh, So we see her. I don't like Hayward. I I know you. No one does. I think I've made very a lot of comments that I think he was the anti. I didn't say the antichrist, but he's definitely not. This is true. Um, but yeah. So we see her looking over at at Vision's body. Excuse me. Um, Thank you. At Vision's corpse, his his wiring, his exoskeleton. (laughs) I don't know what to call it. At his pieces. At his pieces. Yeah, and, and, you know, he does this in his words. He's like, this is vibranium. It's billions of dollars worth of technology. I cannot, Wanda, give this to you. And you understand that, right? And I think a part of Wanda did get it. But at the same time, she's like, I, I just want to say goodbye. That was her only, her only thing. She wanted to take his body and bury him. Mm-hmm. And in Hayward's mind, he said, Wanda, I need you to be practical. I cannot allow you to walk away with with that much technology and just bury it. It doesn't make sense. And yeah, okay, sure, you're an asshole, but yeah, sure. 
So anyway, you know, uh, Hayward's Hayward said before that that Wanda stole the body. We see that that's not actually true. She mm-hmm. just busted through the walls. She said her goodbyes and she left. Yeah, but it's almost like, well, it's very clear that Hayward was kind of egging her on. It seemed like he wanted to get that footage because even when she storms down and all of the um, like his agents kind of flip their guns on her, he he tells him like, all right, you're good. Like, let her let her look at the body. And it's like, that's what he needed for the footage, too. And that's all he used. And it, it worked. But but he didn't he didn't need it at that point. He had everything he wanted. She left. He got his little android. It just wasn't working. You know, it wasn't well, work. Go ahead. At the same time, it was also, I'm, I mean, he said it himself. He wanted to see if she could bring him to life. Um, oh, he assumed she could do that. So it could have, yeah, it was also let her do her thing. Let's see if she sparked she something back. back in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oh, when that didn't work, I'm sure he didn't care any less for her yeah. or anymore. Right. She didn't work. She moves along. So she goes and she drives to Westview, she drives to Kansas. She sees the plot of land that was going to become their home and she just explodes. All the emotions, all the overwhelming feelings. And we see for the first time. And this is what I'm going to bring up to you because you brought it up before we started recording. But she has this moment where she collapses on the ground. She's building the town. Her emotions flood out. We see that that red hex for the first time. Westview turns into 1920s Westview. Everything happens. And in the building of her home, you see her expanding backwards and from her chest comes vision. This this creationist magic happens and vision forms from nothing. And that's the first time we see her using this creation magic. And earlier, Vivian, you brought up, you brought up, well, I guess we were both joking about the boys, her two twin boys came into this world with nothing and blah, blah, blah. We're making jokes, but they are real. There is no argument like in in the comic books, you know, we we know that that it was canon that the boys weren't real. They were mm-hmm. manifestations from Mephisto, et cetera, et cetera, but they weren't real. So is that the same concept now? Because I, I feel like this vision is real, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, it, now it seems, it does seem more like the things with this chaos magic that Wanda uses, it gives her the ability to create very real um like manifestations of humans are very real alternate realities like it's not just i'm creating this reality and it's just temporary no what she created now exists in the world um how does that work i'm just thinking now newton's laws of physics you know there there there's you cannot create or destroy atoms so where did these come from is there another alternate universe or is this like pushing up daisies where one something else in the world has to die in order for this to exist i want to know the lore behind the the, the I'm, there you know there's some scientists the rules, on board the right rules now. Want, behind the chaos magic i want to know the rules of this world now or do the rules not exist i i just need to know i think the rules are and i, I would i do have to look more into it because i've only just done a little research on uh, the whole cha- like the actual chaos magic that she possesses but mm-hmm. i think it's just she creates it and it exists like she's that powerful it doesn't that she make can sense. bring things it doesn't into make being sense. 
but, but then again, when we look at her twins in the comic books, she, in order for her to bring them to manifestation, she did have to take a piece of this other powerful being who is, right. was Mephisto, and he was this big demonic being. And when he reabsorbed their energy, they were non-existent. And then we also see how Vision, he couldn't exist outside of the hex. If we take it back to the um, Halloween Spectacular episode, yeah. that is the answer why he was breaking to bits when he left the hex. It's because he was created within it and i don't think he could leave or exist outside of it eek so there are there are limitations to those things that she manifests and creates and brings into life but is is vision the soul stone now that i'm thinking about it because he came from the yellow so is he now just the soul stone person but that still doesn't explain why he can't leave the hex so much to learn so much to wait wasn't the soul stone the destroyed the green, right the i thought it was the green one no oh, the mind stone i'm sorry the mind stone okay okay yeah, the yeah, mind because yeah. yeah, the mind stone was destroyed but but she the mind stone is still a part of her though isn't it mm-hmm. wanda mm-hmm. yeah well when she touched it it looked like she absorbed some of that so maybe that's what created vision who knows there's still more questions to be answered yeah. um, which does also bring or i mentioned this previously on how, now we do see that she literally just created vision which also explains why he has no memories because I'm excited you are yes yes this i feel like the <laughs> the, guy, the theory person connecting yeah um no so he i think so there's wonder man that exists also in these house of m comics or um wanda created was trying to create vision but it turned out to not be vision because you know vision did, he didn't have the memories or anything and it turned out he went on to become wonder man so i'm kind of curious if this vision will then go like i'm wondering if marvel after next week's episode is going to be like brand new series that we're just now revealing and it's following I mean, vision as wonder man i mean detective woo's got his own you know series now so why not mm-hmm. Um, I will, I do need to, now that we've got a talking about other shows and, you know, in shows, shows have commercials and oh my God, what a perfect segue Uh, for Tina. If there are any commercials you want to talk about, uh, please slip them in now because I would love to hear them. You know how much I love you. You are listening to a Nerdy Bunch production. You can listen to our podcasts every day of the week, starting with Amalgam, a Marvel and DC podcast hosted by Jasmine Page and Vivian. Horror Whores, hosted by Justine. Co-op Mode, hosted by Ellie and Ivan. Ulu Squadcast, hosted by Cheyenne and Caleb. Torn Talk, a Star Wars podcast hosted by Clarissa and Isabel. Gamers for Life, hosted by Jarrell and Arthur. And finally, the Nerdy Bunch podcast. For more info, visit our website, www.mynerdybunch.com. Tina out. Thank you, Tina, for those lovely that lovely commercial break. We always Again, appreciate I, you. I always wonder, how do you get the, your, your cadence to sound the same every single time? I, it's, it's amazing. It's beautiful talent. Just Don't let Hayward get a hold of her because... Whoa, because you know he'd whip her up. Jake out all her innards. Um, where are we now? So now... Agnes gets it and she explains to her, listen, heifer, you, you got you something and it's Whoa, not don't good. talk about don't talk about Wanda's mom like that. Damn, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We don't even know who she is. Oh, <laughs> her cow. Because she's a cow. Ah, zinger. <laughs> ah, zinger. <laughs> 
any hoodle. So Wanda hears her. She she breaks from from the the magic or whatever, and she hears Tommy and Billy screaming, "Mom, mom, mom! Oh my God, mom!" She runs from Agnes's house, sees Agnes floating like she's from Halloween Town, floating in the air. Don't even joke. You know she she pulled that straight out of Mar. What is her name? Mar Marky? Marnie. Marnie. Yes, that's straight off of Marnie's but wardrobe. Also, Agatha looked. Can we just talk about really quick the aesthetics? She looked so good. In I don't know what purple? they did different. In her yes, but also I don't know what they did different to her face. Sorry, I'm getting a little bit more like the yeah. makeup. I don't know. They changed her makeup, the hair. She just looked. She, she looked, looked good. good. She she looked like not a sorcerer. 80s. Yeah, she looked. No, like, yeah. Uh, oh, like you couldn't tell that she was alive during the Salem witch trials. Right. You alive, Hagrid? Or what is her name? Agnes. Uh, <laughs> Hagrid. <laughs> I don't. I was like trying to get Harry Potter in my mind, and I was like, "You're a wizard," and I was like, "You're alive." I I mixed up a lot of things in my mind i'm tired i was moving let me live anyway her That's boys um, so her boys are, are being chokeholds but with purple i'm gonna say purple again so you understand she's bad um with her purple chains of magic from her fingertips and this is the point where again wanda doesn't know what the f is going on she only just now had this revelation of oh yikes i did this and yes. hasn't had a moment to like deal with this new new trauma mm -hmm. and is now watching her sons being choke held by the force in the yard you know she mm -hmm. probably doesn't even know sparky was killed by her yet like nothing has has really had a moment to sink in and then agatha kind of just tells her you know you are using chaos magic nothing you you have no right to this i don't think that you should exist oh mm -hmm. by the way you're the scarlet witch yeah. end the episode so big name drop first time we hear scarlet witch used in the mcu mm -hmm. um she does say wanda's supposed to be a myth so it sounds like a scarlet witch shouldn't even exist well which also goes so i guess that does confirm that her mom wasn't a scarlet witch because right. was supposed to be a myth um, but it sounds like in the MCU, they're using the Scarlet Witch as the title of a type of sorceress. Rather than so rather, her. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is interesting because it's now it does tie in more. It's tying Wanda and this whole Scarlet Witch thing more into like like a coven, like a, like a separate, right. I don't know, a separate or like a separate being, you know, like yeah. it, it's a mythical thing. And who knows, like now, now I feel like that can tie into more of of Doctor Strange, you know, if this is a mystical element like Dormammu, you know, it's, it just is. It is something mm -hmm. that exists that everyone knows about, and it is its own separate thing that kind of exists above all of these different realms. Like, who knows? And she's, and, and that's another thing that, that I think either in this episode or a prior one that Agnes kind of brings up is like, you are this almighty being playing house in the middle of Kansas. Like, how dare you? How, mm -hmm. how dare you not know how powerful you are? I, I get the frustrations on all the sides. What I was not prepared for, however, was the cutscene of this episode. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm gonna give this one to you while I like mellow in my thoughts about white vision. I mean, okay, so yeah, so for those of you, I hope you stuck around for the end credit scene. If you didn't, I'm going to give you a moment to pause the podcast and go rewind the episode. What are you doing? Please go watch the after credit scene. No, we, we see what Hayward was actually talking about when he said get ready for the launch. I thought he was going to launch a missile back into Westview, but Absolutely. it actually meant, right, he actually meant get ready to launch 
this button to create a whole brand new version of Vision, which he used. Um, there was some magic, some of Wanda's magic left over on the missile that she brought back to them when, you know, he mm -hmm. tried to kill her. And he used that yeah. leftover magic and uploaded it, really, to this body that we see is like inside of a cage mm -hmm. case. Thing? It, it almost looked like the same kind of uh, cryogenic freezer that, uh, what's Cap. his name? The Cap came out of, yeah. Yeah. I, it's not that, clearly, but it, no. if you had to envision because you only have our voices, that. That's what Yes. <laughs> and we basically see a blue, or I, I thought it was kind of blue. You, you say white, like I a white, white white version of vision come to life we see him move he can move his hands he did he blink i think he blinked i don't know no, but i know he is alive i know that that is yes, a thing. he's alive he's um alive. but instead of the mind stone we see something similar to i thought tony stark's like one of his the arc reactors or the his yes thingy on i don't chest. know as, as much as i'd like to say that i am a big tony stark because he created the mcu i guess technically i don't really care for tony stark I don't understand. I don't understand him and his like oomphut. I don't know. What do you want from me? I don't know. Tony Stark. I can't believe you just said that. He's my favorite He's character really in the MCU. Me. I'm so sorry for you. There's better ones, I swear. I come on. He's so generic. He's such a. So playboy. this is the last episode the of Amalgam. <laughs> um, I will be stepping away. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> what is that sound? Sorry, it's my high-pitched anime voice. I, I didn't it. mean to bring her out. I apologize. Okay, because of that, I'll come back. Yes, I mean. Uh, yeah, th there's a lot of lores about, and it, it, a lot of people are saying white vision. I think it's canon. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. um, but there, there was a whole storyline of like this other colder vision, like a cold, emotionless vision. And, and in the comic books, it was something that happened with vision vision but not this separate vision. It was like a moment where he, he kind of separated from his humanity and it created a rift between Wanda and Vision where he just kind of went off on his own. So yeah. this is an allude to that, that vision, I think, but also this is a brand new, it could be a blue vision, it could be a white vision, it could just be Hayward's vision. You know, I'm sure that Hayward's gonna give him some like, release the XJ9714 bullshit name. Like, I have no doubt. No, yeah. No, you're right. It is. He, he, his name is White, or he's called White Vision. I just thought he looked a little blue tinted. Fine. Um, the off white tinted blue vision. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, no, but yeah, you're right. He, it's, he's supposed to be like a soul. I don't think our OG vision had a soul, but he acted like he had a soul. But this vision is supposed to act soulless, right? Right. Like, no heart, no. It's no... supposed to be. A, you type in the code and the robot responds. Very toaster. He is a toaster. Like, that is all he is. You push the button, it makes toast, it comes up. That's his directive. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But I do think that somehow, that's why I think the Ultron thing is going to come up. Just because you have this billion dollar, beautifully made technology. And I think that it is the perfect vessel for Ultron to come in with. So I, I, I do think, I don't know that Ultron's going to be the ultimate baddie, but I do think that it is going to be something for us to fight for a little bit. Because, you know, there's always the, the big enemies and then there are the little enemies. I do think yeah, that yeah. this is going to be one of those little enemies. But do you think he'll, so do you think we would, if that were the case, that we'd see him 
in Doctor Strange? Like he'd be the enemy in Doctor Ultron? Strange? Maybe. Because I, I mean, I that's what's like coming up after WandaVision. What I have to reiterate, and I talked to another friend about this, is that everyone is really hard pressed on seeing uh, Mephisto in this last episode or even in the episode that we're covering now. But the thing about the MCU is that it's about the long game. You know, they spent 10 to 12 years, years building up to Thanos, this ultimate mm-hmm. bad guy. And yet he was a side character in the entire, you know, structure of, of uh, Endgame, of, of all of it. You know, he wasn't even a main character. He was a side character and really didn't get that much screen time. So we have to remember that they're taking their time. They're building a whole new phase or multiple phases. And they're not just going to give you everything you want. If Mephisto did show up in the last episode, it would be an allude to him or even like a slight little cameo and then ending. He will not be a main priority. So that's why I do feel like we need these little characters, Ultron, any other kind of white vision, whatever. If anything, I can see, because I know they're setting up Young Avengers. Uh, I could see them, like if they were to bring Ultron back, that being like a... Sure, that could be Then throwing that onto Young Avengers, yeah. Sure. I'll agree to that. So I don't know. I Are there any things you, you hope to happen in this next episode? Um, I kind of mentioned it before where if we were to see anyone return or like people we've seen already but would be new to MCU, I would love to see Magneto in the last episode. I don't know how they they could tie him in. There's definitely ways. Um, you know what? I, I, I kind of want that too only because I want to see how Doctor Strange and Magneto would interact together. I just think that those two, those two are just awkward. I just want to see them have tea together. You know, yeah, I do think we're going to see Doctor Strange in this last episode, whether it's an end credit scene or at the very end. I think he is going to come in and oh, try absolutely. to because obviously if Wanda did create this brand new actual reality, Doctor Strange knows about it. It's on his radar. Well, that and, and there has to be some sort of like Wanda will return in Doctor Strange, but blah, blah, like something like that at the end. So yeah. I just yeah, it's the last episode. I'm excited. It's going to be good. Mm-hmm. But I'm also wondering if because we know, okay, she was born with these powers, who do we know that deals with people born with exceptional abilities? The internet. Perf- uh, no, uh, Professor oh, Xavier. Yeah, Professor so what if it... Sorry. <laughs> yes, the internet. Um, <laughs> no, but maybe... The internet there. It I could be a way to, like, let's not ship her off to Professor X, but it, it could be a way to... Is he still alive in, in the... X? I don't know where we are in the timeline. I, is 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 Wolverine alive? What's going on with Deadpool? Like I don't know any of these. Where where are we? That's the next. Let's we're gonna answer that at the beginning of our next podcast. We're gonna do some research on our own. I don't know where we are in the timeline, especially because the timelines have been wiped three different times. That's why so- I was like, I don't. Need, I need to go back and rewatch X Men in the right order because I'll, I'll make the, they've messed around with the timeline so much. Um, oh, but before we forget, our next podcast episode will actually be live this Saturday. So Friday is our very the very last episode of WandaVision. So yes. we plan on doing a live podcast on Saturday. So I believe it's going to be on YouTube. It might be on every other social. I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be on YouTube. We'll have more information on our Instagram and we'll send out a blast on all of our social media. So you guys will have that information. But yes, it will be live streamed. Please join us, hang out, talk about uh, everything because you know we will. Uh, that's all I've got.
Me too, but we're excited to uh, have you guys tune in with us, and I cannot wait for this last episode. I'm finally ready to finally see, you know, I hope that everything we've talked about has been for a good reason. And I'm excited to get ready for a quote-unquote one-week break, and then we get into Flyboy and Soldier Arm. I'm excited. Yes, Flyboy and Soldier Arm. That is the brand new official title that uh, Marvel has I, given. I've them a few times. They haven't got back to me though. But I'm, I'm still. I'm, I'm, it's gonna happen. Yeah. So. Oh, and for those of you curious, because we have had some people uh, inquiring about DC podcasts, uh, we'll have more information on that in the future too. We know that uh, the new Justice League. Uh, everything the new yeah the the the, the schneider version's coming out soon we will have yes we will have that going on there's just so much i think teen titans is going to be starting again soon we do have another segment for that but again all that information is going to be on our social media so look forward to it all right see you guys later goodbye Thank you for listening to the Amalgam Podcast. Amalgam is a part of the Nerdy Bunch production. This show is produced by Ivan Gonzalez, Jasmine Page, and Vivian Ferreira. For additional content, please follow us on Instagram at the Amalgam Podcast and on TikTok at Amalgam Podcast. And if you're feeling extra spicy, you can also visit us at www.mynerdybunch.com forward slash Amalgam. Hope to see you guys there. Um, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> insert insert tina here insert insert tina here ivan if you wouldn't mind hi ivan we miss your um we miss your little comments telling us things that we're saying wrong for me it's the giggles it's like the giggles on the side him like chopping at everything that we say that's my favorite or it's or the um the head nods the little like we'll say something Mm. and it's just like a Mm, mm, mm. Because you know his sound is off. He could be just, mm, yeah, that's wrong. That's wrong. But we would never know. Um, I'm ready when you are, babe. All right. Um...